The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. Your host is Jackie McLennigan. In this program, we'll show you how to make your marketing plan work by helping you stand out and become a bigger player in your industry. Are you ready? Here's your host, Jackie McLennigan. Hello and welcome. Today is going to be very exciting because we have a special guest who's going to talk to us about personality typing. Now, last week we had Rick Titan, who was a former WWE uh, World Wrestling Federation winner, champion, or something, whatever they are. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. Anyways, Rick was talking a lot about personality versus persona. And in that area, in that type of a business, the Per, the uh, wrestlers really do have to focus a lot on persona to win over the crowd. And we all know that it's not real and we suspend disbelief and we try to buy into that. But when we're marketing our businesses in real life and we have, you know, somebody who we're trying to trust with, maybe we're a B2B company or maybe we're B2C and we're selling something that's a little bit more serious, not in that entertainment vein. We have to rely more on our personalities and authenticity. So I'm excited to have Eileen here today. Who's a she's a best-selling author. She has written a book called "Why Can't I Figure Us Out." She's a speaker, a relationship coach, a workshop facilitator, and an Enneagram personality teacher, which is really interesting. So welcome, Eileen. We're very happy that you're here today. Thanks for having me on the program. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting, the word Enneagram. I don't know if it's familiar to a lot of people. I know it because I've, I, I know you and I've experienced it myself. But can you just start off by maybe telling us a little bit about the Enneagram, what that actually is? You know, most people go, Ennea what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ennea, what it means, it's a Greek word actually, and Ennea in Greek is nine and gram is circle. And so it, it portrays the nine different personalities and how we understand and relate to them. Mm-hmm. Cool. So basically, um, when we were talking last week, we were talking about the difference between persona and personality. So I know that we all have different roles that we play, but is our personality something, according to your Enneagram, that is fixed? Is it something that we can shape or add? Personalities are patterns of behavior. And when you recognize the pattern, you can understand the personality and relate to the person. What they are is recognizable behaviors so that you can understand other people and understand yourself as well. It, and it gives you a clear picture of who am I, what's your value in the world, and it leads you to confidence and courage so that you can shift into becoming the best person you're meant to be. I like that. You know, it's funny because you can tell when somebody's, you know, acting out of character. We might act different in different situations, but that's our personality and how we'd react in a certain situation. Would you say that's correct? 
Uh, well, we are our home type. You're always the same personality because it dep- your personality is based on your motivation for how you put your energy in the world and what you expect back, how you feel loved and appreciated. But there are times, like when you're stressed, that you take on different patterns and you go, well, that's not really me. That's not usually me. That's a stress pattern. And what's really unique about the Enneagram is it has within it what's called a path of development. So it shows you what patterns you want to um, change and replace with patterns that are healthier and more life-enhancing for you. I like that. Okay, that makes a lot of sense to me. I was actually talking to some people and I said, no, my personality is, you know, it's outgoing and boisterous and fun, but sometimes in certain situations, I'm quiet and reserved and withdrawn. And actually, when I'm listening to you talk about that, that's in patterns of stress for me. (laughs) It isn't actually. Okay, I love that. I love that. Yeah, your personality type, you go to another person, other patterns to step back and figure it out before acting and being spontaneous again. Yeah. Now, I know that we're on the business channel and you're a relationship expert, but man, marketing is about relationship. Connecting is about relationship. You cannot build a successful business if you're not actually fostering these kind of connections with people, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Because it's not authentic, right? And if if you don't know what's authentic for you and what your style is and what your strengths are, and if you're not aware of the other patterns, it, it, you know, you're using a generic pattern, which isn't always relatable to the other person, and it doesn't connect with them. Yeah. So I want to dive into the whole methodology and the different personality types with you, and I want to talk about how this can relate to building that thriving business. But before we get there, I just want to ask you, how did you become a personality and relationship expert? Well, I was in a challenging marriage, <laughs> and I spent a lot of years trying to figure out. Aren't they all? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> we're great people, same values, same morals, same goals, but there wasn't a connection, at least not for me. And I read stacks of self-help books and spent thousands of dollars on, on, on self-help workshops. To, there's got to be a why. Why is it? You know, what's happening And after I left that marriage, I found the Enneagram personalities. And when I read my personality profile, it was the biggest aha of my life. It was like reading my own biography. Yes, that's right. Yes. Oh, that's, I so identify with that. And then there were the other parts that I didn't want to acknowledge, the, the challenging parts. But what I realized is when you take your challenges and build them into strengths, that's mm-hmm. where your real power is. And so in about 35 minutes of reading my profile, my ex-husband's profile, and I knew more about him, myself, and our relationship than in the 35 years we'd been together. And so I've spent a lot of years researching, and now there's very specific information. When I did that, he reacted that way according to his personality. And then, you know, from his perspective, he was doing this and I was doing that. It was just miscommunication, misunderstanding, and uh, not knowing what each other's personality loving style was. Mm-hmm. I like that. I've always had interest in having minions. And so I'm wondering if using this tool could help me achieve that. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Definitely. Yay. It can You've heard it here, folks. Anything. We're going to find. 
<laughs> this is how you get minions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but what I find really fascinating is, you know, when I'm talking, last week when we were talking about persona, I felt it was really important to be introspective and look at yourself so that you could kind of differentiate from that facade that you were putting on for the world. And I don't want to say facade. I want to say you know, best foot forward, uh, facet of your personality, you know, but there is something about being a business owner where you have to put the, on the nice face and you have to get out there and you have to relate to people. Right. But my point was that you, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, but the, (laughs) we're just going to just, you go, no, you go. Two nice polite Canadians. No, you go. (laughs) But, but what's going on with that, I think, is that you still needed to understand the root of your personality. And that's where a lot of people might fall down. Right. Because everybody, if you're in a business, you've got to close the sale and you've Mm -hmm. got to sell your product, whatever Mm -hmm. that is, whether it's a service or an actual product. And each personality has their own style of, of, of presenting that. Some are, have better strengths in that. For, for instance, the three achiever personality, they are really good at networking and connecting and, and selling and closing the deal, whereas the helper personality, they're not as good because they focus on helping. So whatever their service or product is, they do it to help. They also need the skills of how to sell that product. And sometimes that's not where their strength is. So if they look at the achiever personality, they can see some of the patterns go, yeah, okay, it's focus, it's goals, it's moving forward. I can incorporate some of those because those are, are um, skills and tools rather than traits. Oh, I like that so much. Speaking of that, why don't we take a minute here and why don't you, um, if you wouldn't mind, tell us what the nine different types are and maybe a little bit of uh, back, background on each one of those. All right. So the, the nine different personalities, um, remember that they are, I'm just pulling something up here. Um, just remember the nine personalities, the motivation for each personality is how they put their energy in the world and how they see it and what their value is. So, for instance, the perfectionists, they work on skills and tools and facts and data. They're really good at the details, and they have high integrity. They they work endlessly to perfect themselves and, and the situation around them. So they're going to be challenged if other people aren't paying attention to the rules, the facts, the data, mm-hmm. for instance, if someone's always late, oh, that's really going to, that's going to upset them. Mm-hmm. The two personality um, helper, they like to help other people. So in the corporate world, they're often the HR people, the relationship people. They relate well to people. They're intuitive. They understand what's going on. Some of the challenges with, with them is they can be overly helpful. They can be <laughs> intrusive with their helping. They can, um, you know, they, they cannot look after their own needs. So You're just like, would you just leave me alone already? I can do it myself. <laughs> yes, yes, because they have a need to be needed. Yeah. And all of this is unconscious and they're not really aware of it. But the patterns are really dominant. The three achiever is generally your salesperson. They are, they are upbeat, positive, networking. They have the right image. They wear the right clothes. They know what to say. 
They like to get the projects done and get the accolades and move on. So they're always moving forward. They often are great team leaders as long as people are enrolled in completing the projects and they don't slow it down. So if they have perfectionists on their team who want to really make sure every I is crossed or every I is dotted and every T is crossed, that can be annoying to the achiever because that slows down the project. Right, right, right. Four individualists are your creative, outside-the-box thinkers. They are the stealers. They're authentic with their feelings. They can be quite dramatic. They can be quite moody. But they also bring with them that, that, uh, uh, um, the gift they have of really experiencing life. So some people may see a crabapple tree. They see it as a work of art, and the flower is an absolute uh, beautiful thing in itself. So they bring richness and and fullness and, and creativeness to their, their team and their, their projects. Mm-hmm. Five observers are the thinkers. They like to figure things out. They like to analyze things. So, for instance, Mark Zuckerberger, who built Facebook, you need a brilliant mind to be able to conceptualize that and then actually build the platforms where we have this amazing product. You can, you can type something, and, and it's immediately when you hit enter, Anywhere in the world they can see that. That's an amazing mind. And generally your teachers and, and your, your, some of your IT people and developers, they are generally, their strengths are in that area. Mm-hmm. The six skeptics are often seen as pessimists. They, they scan the horizon for what might go wrong. What's really great about them is they have this amazing analytical ability to look out there and analyze things. They watch for what might go wrong. So if you have a boss who's best-case scenario and everything's going to go right, you really need someone like that on your team who has a plan B, a plan C, someone who can act very quickly and implement these things. Mm -hmm. Seven enthusiasts, they are the upbeat, positive, fun, spontaneous. They bring um, sometimes a lot of -of out-of-the-box thinking. They like to be in the projects in the beginning where it's creative and it's fun and it moves along fast and are not generally the, the finishing the product, the detail-oriented. The, uh, they can be, but for the most part, their strengths are more in move fast, move forward, what's new. Mm-hmm. The eight challengers are your leaders. They often are your CEOs. Is, is that managers. the number seven, the challengers? Eight. Oh, sorry. This. Okay, Seven's sorry. were the last one, the enthusiasts. So oh, eight enthusiasts. are your challengers, and they are great leaders. They stand up, speak up, be direct. They're very... Uh, forceful in what they say, they, they, you know, they have big energy. That's why they're great leaders. Nine peacemakers are your negotiators, the team players. They are the ones who, who help resolve conflict. They want peace and harmony. So they're really good at, at helping people to get along with each other and to go with the flow. So in a very short snippet, that's the nine personality perspectives, how they put their energy in the world and what their gifts are. Okay. Oh, nice. So we have the perfectionist, helper, achiever, individualist, observer, skeptics, enthusiasts, challengers, and number nine was, again, sorry? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. And so knowing this, like knowing all of these different personalities, I think it starts with knowing which type you are, and then you were talking earlier about how you go towards stress. How does that work? Right. So for instance, um, I'm a two helper, okay. and um, 
when I get stressed, so what causes me stress? It's when I'm not connected with other people, when um, I feel distance from other people, when people aren't appreciating my nurturing and caring and all the attention I give them, I tend to go towards stress, which is the eight challenger. That mm-hmm. makes me more assertive in my helping. Let me help you. I'm really good at helping. Why won't you let me help you? <laughs> so I become more assertive in the need to be needed. My right. path of development is to look after my own needs because helpers in a back way are wanting other people to look after them the way they look after others. And so the path of development is not to be overly responsible with others, to, to let people empower themselves, to look after your own needs, to become clearer on what you need and to communicate that. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, something that makes people stressed out or is it just you know situations that happen that throws them off balance or towards the... Uh, um, is, there, is that something that happens or is it just a natural tendency? Yeah, every, every personality has their own stress pattern, definitely, mm-hmm. and their own triggers for that. Definitely. Oh, and so is that part of the the test, is identifying what type of triggers you have? Absolutely. Okay. It's all laid out for you in a, like I said, it's like reading your own biography, and what I call it is an operator's manual to understanding yourself and others. It's an an operator's manual for relationship answers. The patterns are recognizable. When you recognize the pattern, you can, you can say, okay, um, I know that's a challenger personality. I need to talk to them with respect. I can be very direct. I can stand up for myself because they value that in other people. But I don't cross that boundary of, of making fun of them or disrespecting them or I can expect they're going to come back very strongly at me. <laughs> you are a challenger. Stop challenging me. <laughs> no, that's so probably not a good idea to make fun of people in general. <laughs> You've heard it here, well, tip of the day. <laughs> well, it can be done. Different personalities are certainly open to that, and others, Absolutely. like I said, you, you need to be careful how you approach them. Well, I'm excited to continue on with this. So now that we know the nine personality types in a nutshell, uh, we're going to go to commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to see how we can implement them into our marketing, into our business skills. So thank you very much, Eileen. And we'll be back in a few short minutes. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. There are two types of leaders in business. Those who are nice, compassionate people. And frankly, they are the people who fail to get a lot done. Then there are those who can get everything done and so much more. But they are greedy, unethical, and self-centered. The Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks finds a way to use the best of both types of leaders to help you create a dynamic roadmap to success. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned into Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. To reach Jackie or her guest today, we invite you to call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Jackie M. at purepotentials.com. Now, back to Extreme Exposure. Welcome back. We're here today with Eileen Head, and we're talking about the Enneagram Personality Assessment. And Eileen is a business owner. She's a relationship coach. She's gone through major transformations in her personal life and her career. And she's written a book about that called Why Can't I Figure Us Out? And what's really awesome and interesting today is that we're talking about these nine different personality types, but now we want to bring that and shift that into how we can use that within our own businesses so that we can actually achieve the results that we want. So when we're talking about um, connecting with people in a business setting, obviously that's a, we have a few more cues that we can use. We have our body language. We can start to read what they are and you know maybe interact a little bit more intuitively. But Eileen, what if we're talking about using these personality types in our marketing copy, like putting that on paper? Is this still something that we can uh, access or have some kind of um, benefit from? Definitely, because when we're selling, we want to put our own brand on it. Mm-hmm. And the brand is personality-based. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you understand your personality and your target market, where mm-hmm. very specifically, you can, you know, a lot of times we look at whether it's male or female, an age group or whatever, but you can also look at singles, couples, specific businesses, because each business actually has its own personality as well. And when mm-hmm. you can figure out its... its um, you know, it's it's mission statement. You can probably get a, a sense of what personality type that is as well. Oh, that's awesome. Um, because, you know, I, I well, obviously, because of the name of the show, I'm a big believer that you have to infuse your own personality into all of your marketing materials to really, okay. really stand out. Because too many people are trying to, uh, you know, we get a mentor or a guru and we start to emulate them versus trying to be ourselves, right? It's good to have these role models, but you still need to put that in it, in that special, unique you-ness in it, right? And it starts exactly. with that understanding. Like- yeah. People go to a Tony Robbins seminar and rah, 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 you know, I can do it. I'm going to be the best salesperson. I'm going to do it. <laughs> and they come up all hepped up and revved up. And then all of a sudden, like, I think it's three between three and five days, you uh-huh. crash because it doesn't feel authentic with who you are or with how you do it and your style. Right. So it's really important for you to understand that. Right. I love that. And does it mean you always have to sort of market to the people who would get you? Or does that mean that you would, you know, because I know that it's hard to believe, but I might not be everyone's cup of tea. (laughs) No. I can't believe it. You're right. It's probably not true. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm an enthusiast. You mean the the people who are slower paced may may be (laughs) challenged? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or the people who want perfection or, you know. Yes, but, exactly. But, 
So I know that the onus falls on us, but again, you know, when you're putting yourself out there in your marketing copy, how would that translate into maybe our blog posts or our, um, you know, our ad copy? How would using the Enneagram translate like that? Well, again, it's, it's each personality puts their energy into the world for different motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it's how they do that. You know, the, the threes are, the achievers are going to be focused more on success and image and career and, and focus and goals. So their messaging is going to be more along and their forte is going to be more along those lines. If you're a four individualist, it's going to be more about, um, you know, the creativeness, the experiencing, the sensitivity, the, the you know, the, the, the living life with joy and, and, and feeling. So it depends on which personality type you are because that's the business. That mm-hmm. will identify your passion and it will also identify your purpose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have a story and it's kind of interesting, but I wasn't doing it necessarily with the thought of the exact Enneagram or different personality types, but it really was about relating. So I was at this event and this I was sitting in the, the main area on a sofa and it was in a trade show exhibition with a lot of different software companies around. Very professional, it was awesome. And um, this man came up and he gave me an egg like a plastic Easter egg with a Hershey kiss inside of it. And he wrote his website with a Sharpie along the edge of it. <laughs> and it struck me kind of funny because I'm an enthusiast, number seven, as you know. And yep. it struck me kind of funny. And I said, you know, I don't have anything for you. And then I dug around my purse trying to make a joke and, and gave him something. I can't even remember what it was. But the interaction reminded me of the red paper clip. Do you know that story of the red paper clip? No. Okay, so the red paper clip story is where this man had a, a red paper clip and he kept trading up until he got a house. So he'd made small incremental trades until eventually he had a house, <laughs> right? Oh. And so I took this egg and this person sat down and I was thinking about this story and I said, hey, what will you trade me for this egg? And they said, what are you, crazy? Nothing. I don't want a piece of plastic. And so I did some convincing and this person traded me for an eyeglass cleaner. And I was like, yes, I have succeeded. I have something worth something now. And then another person sat down and I kind of just was half joking about it. But pretty soon I started to make some trades and other people started to get interested in the whole process. And then I started working the room. And that's when things started to get interesting because I could almost, after talking to you, start to see the different personality types. Like some people looked at me like I was an alien. (laughs) What do you want? What do you want? Yeah, skepticals were there. Skepticals. Skeptics? Skepticals, that's the new word. Um, Skeptics would look at me like I was, you know, trying to pull something. You could see the the helpers would be like digging around and really, you know, what do you need? You know, exactly. (laughs) It was so funny. And, you know, um, what I had to do as the person trying to uh, get this you know, to keep trading up was to keep changing the way I was interacting with people. And as I was going on, people around me, my friends and the people at the conference were going, what are you going to trade up for? What's your goal? What are you, you know, what is the thing that you're going to succeed at? And I said, well, I'm going to get a cell phone. (laughs) And they went, yeah, right. You're not going to get a cell phone. And so I kept trading and shifting what I was saying. And, you know, I was saying things like, you could be part of something bigger than yourself if you make this trade. And um, eventually I got up to a Bluetooth speaker. 
which was like, people are going, what? You got a Bluetooth speaker from a plastic egg? This is really great. And then I sat down again thinking, yeah, I probably won't get a cell phone. (laughs) But I sat beside this Australian guy and he had purchased an American cell phone and he couldn't use it because he didn't use it because his other phone started working. And there was some negotiation. I had a few helper friends, but eventually <laughs> made the trade. And I have the cell phone actually sitting directly in front of me on my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of key things that you said because you yeah. are in the thinking triad. You mm-hmm. think really well to figure it out. And your forte with your personality is making things fun, making things upbeat and spontaneous. And a lot of other personalities, myself included, are very attractive to, attractive to that because it's not a strength of ours. Mm-hmm. And so we were always curious, how are you doing that? How did you manage to go from an egg to getting a cell phone? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's fascinating. Yeah. I, I found so many things within that whole experience because you're right, I am a thinking triad, but why don't you explain a little bit about what that means, thinking triad? The nine personalities are divided into three groups, and it depends on which group you are in, uh, where you I'm just gonna have a look at this. So the, the heart, the heart emotional base, which is the two helper, the three achiever, and the four individualists, they are emotion-based. They, they tend to perceive world through emotional intelligence, and they establish a strong bond with their own feelings. Emotion is expressed more as a need for approval from others, especially those that are important to them, um, and to the extent that they'll actually give up their own needs and forfeit their own needs. The mm-hmm. head triad, which is the five observer, the six skeptic, and the, and the seven enthusiast, they need to belong and, and to um, figure out things rationally. They approach relationships more through reasoning. Their predominant emotion is fear, fear of failure, of not doing the right thing, missing opportunities. Mm-hmm. The eight uh, challenger, nine pass, um, peacemaker, and one perfectionist, they are in the body or action center, and they are characterized by predominance of instinct. They tend to act more impulsively, to be oriented towards action, and they seek to resolve issues more through their will, through determination. Mm-hmm. So that, too, can help you. if you, you, know, you may not know which personality type they are, but you're going to pick up clues because some are going to say, and I thought about this, or I'm thinking about this, whereas the, the heart triad will be, I feel about this, this is what I feel or sense. Mm-hmm. And the body instincts, they talk more about gut instinct and action and, you know, going with their gut feelings. So yeah. you can uh, start to determine personalities that way as well. I love that. And it makes a lot of sense when you, you know, we have to do a lot of things when we're trying to get exposure and get our names out there. We've got to go to trade shows and conferences and networking events. And we get a great opportunity to um, practice that. (laughs) And I know for for the thinking triad, because I would represent that, I know that I could take that information and I would think it through after and look at it. What would um, you know maybe say the emotional types do after they had a an opportunity to practice interacting with different personality types? Would well, you have them would, go back and would, feel it? Or? 
Yeah, they would they would look at how they connected. How mm-hmm. did they connect with people? Did they did they or were they intuitive? Could they pick up on a you know how a person's feelings are? Generally, in that triad, they can they can get a sense of when someone's upset, when something's not working. In a conversation, they can feel people start to pull away from them or or lean into them. So it's more about feelings and emotions, and that's that's their language: feelings, emotions, mm-hmm. relationships. Okay. And in the body instinct, it's it's more about you know they have more of a uh, you know they really put their body into it. They make things work. You know they're more action oriented. Hmm. I like that. So, say I am, uh, you know, a helper, and I'm trying to interact with a skeptic. What would be an example of how that interaction could go really well? Say I was a, say maybe I'm a helper uh, with a, like yourself, (laughs) you be the example. You have a business, you're a helper type, and you're trying to market to the skeptics of the world. And they don't get to meet you or interact with you. How do you put that out there in your marketing copy? Um, For helper or for uh, skeptics, you need to build a high level of trust because mm-hmm. they're looking for assurance in the world. So they need to know that they can trust you, that you're reliable, that you're going to do what you do and say what you do. And for them, it's, it's about they're always looking for what might go wrong. So the more assurance that you can give them, um, the better that is. In personal relationships, interestingly enough, for skeptics, the two personality is one of the most common uh, combinations for the skeptic because oh. they're nurturing, they're caring, they're supportive, they go out of their way to give assurance, um, they're very helpful, um, they're very understanding, so they mm-hmm. can build a high level of trust very quickly. Is it a complicated process, the Enneagram? I don't find it so once you just recognize the patterns. Like people who learn it, it doesn't take very long to learn it. Once you recognize nine personalities, I've had uh, people come for maybe an hour and a half session, um, learn the personality profile. I've given them their profile, and they start applying it. So I had one client who actually came to a singles event, and the singles event is about recognizing the dating styles and patterns and relationship patterns. And so he came and learned about his own personality. And then he said to me, so how can I apply this at work? And mm-hmm. um, after the first session, he said, you know, I think my boss, so he was a four individualist, mm-hmm. and he said, I think my boss is an eight challenger, which I also call an asserter. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, there's been some sort of... Um, uh, we're not really clicking together. And I said, well, how are you interacting with him? And he says, well, I like to kind of poke fun at him because I have a great <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> and I said, that may not be the best way to approach a challenger because if you embarrass them or they feel that you don't respect them, um, they're not going to be very happy with you. And he went, ah, so a light bulb went off. He said, well, how do I talk to him? And I said, with respect. You ask him his opinion. You ask for insights. Um, you, you know, you, you're, you let them be the teacher and the leader, and you, you're grateful for what they, you know, what, what they can show you how to be more successful. And he started doing that, and he said, oh, my gosh, it was so helpful. And then also other people on his team, he was going, well, you know, one gal, 
we were on this team lunch and we couldn't talk about work, but she was walking and she had flip-flops on and, and her flip-flops broke and it was a big deal and she had to grab a cab and over the lunch hour she went and bought a new pair of flip-flops and she came back and he said she's also the most creative on our team and I now recognize that. Right. I see her very differently and I know what she brings to the table so I can relate to that. And he mm-hmm. started relating to the different people at his work. I love that. I think and that's, from his own perspective. Yeah. And, and that's really important, right? Um, so if you're going to put out something like you're doing a personality uh, coaching and that's really important for people because, like you said, they can go into their, their relationships, their lives, their work, and they can implement this skill. But if I'm going to put something out there into the world about that, if I'm you, would you have to touch and talk about every, like, would you have to assure each one of these personality types? Or I would you just... Would be, yeah, it, 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 that can be a challenge. I mean, I, I um, you know, I want to cover some of those, so I would probably just, um, if I was going to do all of them, I would cover the triads. I would try to, you know, address the heart, the relationship, and the feelings, figuring it out and being more logical, and how to put it into action would probably be how I, the steps I would use. I love that. I think that's important for those people who do speaking engagements or their coaches because they have audiences, right? They're trying to get more exposure and they can't just, you know, always talk to one kind of people. And there's all those uh, elements to building a great workshop where you're talking about kinesthetics and auditory and visual and people include those into their workshops. Is that something you do as well? You kind of try to work with all of the types in an overall setting? Like, do you have... Right, because some yeah. of those, you know, the kinesthetic would be more the body instincts, the, you know, the audio or visual, the, the heart types, the emotion-based. They're going to be looking to read body language to connect. You know, the head types, they're, they're, they're going to need more facts and data. So definitely. That's how you put it out there. I love that. I think that's really interesting. Um, when we come back, because we're going to go to a quick break in a minute, I'm going to ask you if you can give us some examples of maybe famous people that we would know and what their personality type is. Do you have any of those All good right. examples? <laughs> okay, so that. perfect. We'll be back in a few minutes here after the commercial with Eileen Head, and we're talking about personalities and the Enneagram and how to use that in your business. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You have a message. You want to share that message. You want it to be social, to go viral, and spread across the planet. But how do you get started? Tune into Amplify, featuring host Ken Roshan. This show is here to help you take that message and channel it through the most effective marketing techniques to not only be successful, but have a positive impact on the world. Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel, and get Amplified. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? 
Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're tuned into Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. To reach Jackie or her guest today, we invite you to call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, send it to Jackie M. at purepotentials.com. Now, back to Extreme Exposure. Welcome back. So we are going to do a fun little exercise here where we're going to go through the list of the nine personality types. And Eileen is going to give us an example of who they might be and maybe a famous person or a historical person. But Eileen, if I'm marketing to the number one type perfectionist, what would be my archetype or my avatar, I should say? Well, perfectionists work on, you know, high standards and perfecting things. So if you can relate this to Martha Stewart, Judge Judy, Hillary Clinton, Al Gore, you get a sense for their energy where, you know, they're really more intense, they're more focused on the data and, and making things right and a high level of integrity. Um, they really work for the good of the world. They raise the bar. And from their perspective, it's like if everyone would just focus on all the, de- the details, it would be a perfect world. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you have marketing materials with details and everything is precise. Kind of thing. Right. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So we're marketing yeah. to the helper. What kind of, uh, uh, what, who's our avatar for the helper, number two? So, you know, the helpers are about motivating and facilitating people towards achievements and they want to be liked and need to be needed and manage other people's lives. So, Ariana Huffington, you know, her book, Thrive, she is a two personality, Paula Abdul, uh, John Travolta. Uh, they are, you know, you can start to feel the energy of each personality. They're often lean into you. They're more expressive. They, they, uh, their languaging is more welcoming. So you start to pick up those sort of tips when you're, when you're recognizing them. And so their, their copy will be more, more warm, more engaging, more relationship focused. So maybe like imagery of people who are connecting with each other, that kind of thing? Yes. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So the and number three type. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Three achiever. So they are generally more specific on goals and they want to be successful. They, they're more um, focused on their image. They're results oriented, self-motivating, confident. They're more inter- entrepreneurial as well. So think mm-hmm. of Tom Cruise. Would they say when he is in a, a movie um, in a role, he is laser focused. So he's mm-hmm. really focused to be successful, very intense. Tiger Woods. Oprah Winfrey is a, um, a three achiever. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. The energy is, is go ahead, upbeat image. They really can put the package together to sell it well. Nice. So maybe that would be images of, you know, symbols of success, right? Because you can see those types of ads and that's maybe who they would appeal to. Right, 
Right. Okay. It, it would be all image would play a big role in in the uh, marketing. Okay. Cool. And then number four, the individualist. Who's that? Well, think of Lady Gaga, Michael Jackson, uh, Johnny Depp, Prince, um, Angelina Jolie, Nicolas Cage. They're often, they're, you know, Johnny Depp, even when you hear him talking, they have a, a special way of talking or a special way of dressing. They, their stuff is going to be really creative and more outside-the-box thinking. They mm-hmm. don't like the, 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 the regular stuff, the mundane stuff. They really like unique and special. Mm-hmm. So you got to up your game if you're marketing to uh, the individualist. Put Johnny Depp yep. on anything because he's hot. <laughs> so that's the message you get there. <laughs> Especially if you're marketing to women and you want to romanticize, yes. <laughs> Johnny Depp. I'm in. I like it. No, um, that's that's really cool. I like that. Get really creative with that different standout. Um, number five, the observer type. What kind of avatar? Um, think of Bill Gates, uh, Mark Zuckerberger, Stephen King, Clint Eastwood. Um, they they're head types. They 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 like to think about um, concepts and and uh, needs to make logical sense to them. They're more about the facts. They don't like a whole lot of fluff or a whole lot of stuff. They like it to be very direct and logical. So if you're marketing, would that be something like um, benefits, bullet points kind of thing? Like here's the, okay, I like that. Yeah, don't Um, don't give me all this other stuff. Just let's make it very concise and get to the facts. Just the facts, man, right? Yep, just the facts. (laughs) What's the difference between them and the number six type, the skeptic? So the Who would that be? Yeah. Is 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 about remember they are more um, uh, they scan their horizon for what might go wrong. They're they're a bit more pessimistic and fear based. Think of Anderson Cooper. I saw a TV program where he was he said I hate getting my hair cut, and they said you hate getting your hair cut. Why do you hate getting your hair cut? And he said, well, you have to sit in that chair and you put your head back and you never know when someone's going to come at you. (laughs) That's That's the perception of a a six. They always need to be prepared. They always need to watch for what might happen. So Kelly Ripa, Hugh Jackman, um, Julia Roberts, David Letterman, Ellen DeGeneres, Charlie Sheen is another one, really Uh focusing on on being prepared and, and so they're more about making sure that everything's analyzed and figured out and you don't give them any half-baked ideas. It has to be fully developed. Okay, so you could die unless you use my product. <laughs> exactly. Or I can guarantee you, you will be safe with this. Right, right, right. I was only half kidding. <laughs> the enthusiasts, which is the number seven type, who would be your avatar? Um, so, the, you know, Robert Will, uh, Rob, uh, Robin Williams, Jay Leno, George Clooney is a great example because, you know, he was upbeat and positive. He, he was very clear that he didn't think he would ever marry. He dated lots of girls, but when he found the perfect mate, he's mm-hmm. all in now. So mm-hmm. for um, seven um, enthusiasts, you know, they can build a brand around their enthusiasm. For instance, um, you know, a lot of your, your talk show hosts are um, uh, seven enthusiasts. They're, you know, Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholson, Tom Hanks, Goldie Hawn. They're fun, upbeat. Their brand is that way as well. And yeah. your brand. 
you know, how you brand is the fun, you know, the videos and making it fun, making it engaging, uh, making it light, getting their attention by doing off-beat and off-wall things. That mm-hmm. is the brand you've developed based on your personality. Yeah, it's, for sure. And that may not always work if someone else tries that. If they can't pull off the fun, upbeat, spontaneous, then mm-hmm. don't try it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to interrupt for a second here because it's a really interesting fact, but there's a, you know, you've heard this before that 80% of the world or the consumers are, they they want to avert pain. So you can sell to them if you can show them how they can avert pain. But there's 20% of the population who is known as a go-to buyer, which is all about, they would be, this is going to gain me fun or whatever. And I shouldn't tell this to everybody, but if I see a demonstration or something fun, I'm like, I will buy it. Exactly, yeah. And most people will because they want to move away from that pain. Most people want to move. But if you show me something fun, I'm highly motivated by that. Um, An example would be a a girl came to my door and she was soliciting for something and she couldn't speak English very well. And she was cute and all and she said all this stuff and I didn't know what she was talking about. I kind of got the gist she wanted to sell me this thing and she said stuff and I looked at her and she looked at me and she went, ta-da! And I went, okay, where's my wallet? See, that is relating to the same energy. Yeah. You totally ta-da. relate to people with the same energy. <laughs> so if you want to sell to me, say ta-da and I'll buy your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say ta-da to a, to a challenger. Ta-da no. what? <laughs> Speaking, yeah, okay. So number eight, challengers. What, who is our avatar? And So yeah, think he's... of Kevin O'Leary. And, okay. And Simon Cowell, who is on American Idol, Dr. Phil is a very healthy eight. You come to my show. I'm going to tell you what I think. You can do whatever you like with it. But while you're here, it, it's going to go this way. Uh, mm-hmm. Barbara Walters, Donald Trump is a less healthier challenger. <laughs> really? Are you, ser- yeah. are you trying to say that Donald Trump is not healthy? <laughs> well, All political views will be <laughs> He could be very enhanced um, if he learned some of the um, higher skills of the eight challenger. Yeah, right. Okay, so if you want to market to a challenger, how would you, you know, what kind of, maybe it feels like it would be more like a a cause-based advertisement. Kevin O'Leary, you know, it's like, um, do it this way. You know, they're going to be very forceful, very direct. This is the only way I saw an interview where he was on talking about real estate and he was telling people, it's really dumb for you to buy real estate right now. And he was, he was just, so convincing and so direct that a lot of people go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And then there was a, I forget this other fellow who said, that's not really true. I have the total opposite opinion. Yeah. And, and <laughs> so they're, yeah. they're very convincing because they're so confident in what, they, what they're right. selling. They have great right. confidence. Confidence. And number nine, the peacemaker, who's our avatar? How do we advertise to them? Uh, you know, think of Sandra Bullock, Kevin Costner, Renee Zellweger, Jennifer Aniston. Really easygoing, laid back, nice, go with the flow, peaceful, harmony. So they like copy that's not too busy, lots of white space, uh, very zen feeling or spa-like. That really relates mm-hmm. to them. I love that. You know what? That is such good information. It's, I mean... I think it's amazing. You have this personality assessment on your website, so people can take that for free, can't they? They can. And you can go to eileenhead.com. The personality quiz is free. 
And I like to follow it up with a 15-minute free assessment because I want to make sure that you've chosen the right personality. If you haven't, and, and you know, like there's lots of lookalikes, the challenger mm-hmm. and the achiever are both success-oriented, so they look a lot alike, but their motivation is very different. So I like to mm-hmm. really clarify to make sure this is your personality type because then everything else falls into place and makes sense. Yeah, it makes good sense because, I mean, we're talking about our personalities and utilizing that and sharpening it. So there's a lot of quizzes and assessments out there. And what I like about what you're doing is it is in-depth and there is nuance. And it's not going to be just like, I'm this one thing and that's it and now I can move on. So I think it's really important that you do that 15-minute. And I think that's great that you do that, actually. Thank Um, you. What would it look like for people working (laughs) working like you? How would people work with you and what would that look like? Well, I have coaching packages that are on my website, and and they're specific packages. If you just want to know yourself better, there's a package for that, which includes your personality profile. If you're single, it's going to be all about uh, being single and your personality, dating style, your relationship style, what makes you attractive, and how to select a a mate that's compatible for you. Most importantly, one that's going to make you the happiest. For couples, the coaching package is more about showing you your similarities and your differences, how you, how you can understand each other and, and um, support each other without enabling and, and fulfill each other's core emotional needs, get loved the way you need. Mm-hmm. And then I've got coming out very shortly, the Singles Guide to Personality Matching. That's probably going to be a webinar. And by fall, I hope to have out my couples online video personality-based relationship program, which is very in-depth for couples and will take you through a process of what's your partner style, what do you need from your partner, what does your partner need from you, how to negotiate, how to manage your, your patterns better, how to support each other, and get love the way you need. It's, it's a very in-depth program. I love that. And I think it's, you know, I know that your focus really is on the relationships and the couples and the singles and things like that. But I just, I really wanted to have you on the show because I really think that what you're doing has that effect uh, in all aspects. I mean, it's, everything is really relationship, how we relate to others. So I love all the things that you said. Um, We only have just a a minute more here uh, or two. Can you just give us a little bit about your book? Can you just tell us a little bit about why can't I figure this out? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was uh, When I wrote the book, I had searched for answers for so long that I wanted couples to know how understanding this could make such a difference in your relationships. So the book is about how I saw it then and how I really see it differently now, understanding personality perspectives. And mm-hmm. after every chapter, I have exercises that are relatable. You know, it is my story and my journey but exercises that you can do in your own life so that you can understand your relationships and how you can make those better to connect and, and love each other. I love that. So again, it's your website. Can you just say that for me one more time? Eileenhead.com. Perfect. And if you're listening to this, go on to her website, take that personality assessment, take her up on the 15 minutes because I think it's very, very valuable. And I appreciate you coming out and sharing all the insights and and hopefully people got some great takeaways of how they can start incorporating this into their marketing material right away. Eileen, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Jackie. And uh, I hope you... um 
Learning personality will transform your life and all your relationships. Thanks. Thanks for joining us this week on Extreme Exposure, the power of personality marketing. We're here live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Your host, Jackie McLennigan, can't wait to bring you another show next week.